the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ian Pummels, Florida. Floridians are fighters, right? We, we've been through these kind of adversities. Hurricane Ian could damage the Florida insurance market. Florida's property insurance market was already in peril. Now comes Hurricane Ian. Is your pumpkin environmentally friendly? Your next pumpkin pie may have a lower carbon footprint. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast. Your first look at today's top stories for Thursday, September 29th. I'm Mike Scott. Hurricane Fioma pummeled the Caribbean with devastating winds and widespread power outages. Food for the Poor has been serving the poorest nations in that part of the world for 40 years, and they're responding again now. Hurricane relief kits containing food, water, hygiene kits, medical supplies, and other critically needed items are already being distributed throughout Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, and Haiti as well. You can support this effort by giving your best gift now. Just text DAYBREAK to 91999. Anything you can do will help Food for the Poor bring aid to these families. Just text DAYBREAK to 91999 and we'll send you a link. It's one of the largest faith-based international relief agencies in the U.S. Food for the Poor is able to respond quickly and efficiently to disasters like this. Please give what you can. Text DAYBREAK to 91999. Hurricane Ian, one of the most powerful storms ever recorded in the U.S., swamped southwest Florida on Wednesday, turning streets into rivers, knocking out power, and threatening catastrophic damage further inland. The hurricane center made landfall near Cayo Costa, a barrier island just west of the heavily populated area of Fort Myers. As it approached, water drained from Tampa Bay. The Category 4 storm slammed the coast with 150-mile-an-hour winds and pushed a wall of storm surge accumulated during its slow march over the Gulf of Mexico. More than 1.8 million Florida homes and businesses are now without power, according to poweroutage.us. Nearly every home and business in three counties was without power. About 2.5 million people were ordered to evacuate before Ian hit, but by law no one could be forced to flee. As Ian marches inland, storm surges as high as six feet are expected on the opposite side of the state in northeast Florida. Flash flooding is possible all across the state. Ian's strength at landfall tied it for the fifth strongest hurricane when measured by wind speed to strike the U.S. Among other storms, Hurricane Charlie, which hit nearly the same spot on Florida's coast in August of 2004, killing 10, that inflicted $14 billion in damage. 
Ian made landfall more than 100 miles south of Tampa and St. Pete, sparing the densely populated Tampa Bay area from its first direct hit by a major hurricane since 1921. The federal government sent 300 ambulances with medical teams and is ready to truck in 3.7 million meals and water once the storm passes. The governors of Virginia, Georgia, South Carolina, and North Carolina all preemptively declared states of emergency. Forecasters predict Ian will turn toward those states as a tropical storm, likely dumping more flooding rain into the weekend after crossing Florida. Cuban officials say they have begun to restore some power after Hurricane Ian knocked out electricity to that entire island. At least two people were reported killed. The Energy and Mines Ministry announced it had restored energy to three regions by activating two large power plants and was working to get others back online. Lights began to flicker around the capital of Havana, but much of that city and other parts of western Cuba remained without power Wednesday, the first time in memory, perhaps ever, the whole island had lost power. New British Prime Minister Liz Truss came under growing pressure Wednesday from opponents and inside her own Conservative Party to reverse announced tax cuts that are fueling a financial crisis in an already struggling economy. The Bank of England stepped in to buy up government bonds in an attempt to stabilize the cost of borrowing after the government said last week it would slash income taxes and scrap a planned corporate tax hike, all while spending billions to cap soaring energy bills for homes and businesses. Analyst Susanna Streeter with Hargreaves Lansdowne in London says the Bank of England's sudden intervention aims to calm markets. It's clearly worried about the rapid shooting up of uh, uh, that interest rate payable on government bonds, which is used to set a whole raft of uh, financial instruments, uh, not least it uh, really does uh, govern what rates uh, banks and building societies um, lend to homeowners. Streeter says the pound's plunge and tumbling and spiking bond yields reflect worries the new government's policies could fuel already high inflation. What the Bank of England is doing is stepping in to try and calm down the markets. But it does smack of a bit of panic and frustration that the government isn't doing more to retreat away from these promises. Neither Truss nor the Treasury chief has made a public statement on the turmoil. Conservative lawmakers watch with mounting alarm as the currency struggles at near record lows. Britain's central bank signaled a hefty interest rate hike was in the cards for its next meeting due in November. Vice President Kamala Harris has said her trip to Asia was intended to shore up American alliances with Japan and South Korea. However, tensions between the two nations have undermined the united front the U.S. wants to show toward China. Japan and South Korea remain at odds over historical issues, such as the legacy of Japan's forced labor and prostitution before and during World War II. The disputes have spilled over into debates over trade, technology, and intelligence sharing. Japan and South Korea are taking steps to repair their relationship, but progress remains uncertain. 
On board the USS Howard at the Yokosuka Naval Base in Japan, Vice President Harris criticized China for escalating tensions over Taiwan. China used Speaker Pelosi's visit to Taiwan as a pretext for an unprecedented show of military force, a pressure campaign against Taiwan, a series of destabilizing actions, and we anticipate continued aggressive behavior from Beijing. Harris says Japan, South Korea, and the U.S. should work together to counter China's growing strength. China has flexed its military and economic might to coerce and intimidate its neighbors. And we have witnessed disturbing behavior in the East China Sea and in the South China Sea. And most recently, provocations across the Taiwan Strait. The Biden administration announced Wednesday that the U.S. will provide an additional $1.1 billion in aid to Ukraine, with funding for 18 more advanced rocket systems and other weapons to counter drones that Russia has been using against Ukrainian troops. The latest package is being provided under the Ukraine's Security Assistance Initiative which funds contracts to purchase weapons and equipment. And it brings the total of U.S. aid to Ukraine to nearly $17 billion since the Biden administration took office. The aid announcement comes as Russia moves to try and annex parts of Russian-occupied Ukraine that were held by sham Kremlin-orchestrated referendums on living under Moscow rule. The votes were denounced by Kyiv and the West as illegal and rigged. Meanwhile, according to the Daily Mail, Washington is preparing a new round of sanctions against Russia should Moscow move to annex some areas after the referendum results are announced. President Joe Biden has condemned the referendums and vowed the U.S. would never recognize the results. The U.S. has already provided more than $15 billion in military aid to Ukraine during its conflict with Russia. shaky insurance market will face a gut punch from Hurricane Ian. Here's Daybreak Insider correspondent Lisa Dwyer. Florida's property insurance market was already in peril. Now comes Hurricane Ian. The massive storm barreling into Florida with 150 mile per hour winds, double digit storm surge, and drenching rains is almost certain to further damage the state's insurance market, which is already strained under billion dollar losses, insurer insolvencies, and skyrocketing premiums. The state run insurer has already seen a sharp increase in policies as homeowners struggle to find coverage in the private market. For private insurance, that industry has lost more than $1 billion in each of the last two years, and hundreds of thousands of Floridians have had their policies dropped or not renewed. I am Lisa Dwyer. President Biden has put out what he believes is a stern warning to oil and gas companies. The president has warned gas and oil companies against increasing prices for consumers during the hurricane emergency. The president, speaking from the White House conference on hunger, said, Do not use this as an excuse to raise gasoline prices or gouge the American people. 
Biden said that the hurricane provides no excuse for price increases at the pump, and if it happens, he will ask federal officials to determine whether price gouging is going on. There are few signs that average gasoline prices have jumped significantly in Florida. AAA put the statewide average at just under $3.40 a gallon. That's six-tenths of a cent higher than a week ago. I'm Bill Alexander in Washington. President Biden is confident that hunger in America can be stopped by the end of the decade. Daybreak Insider White House correspondent Greg Cluxton has more from the Capitol. At the first White House conference on hunger since 1969, President Biden acknowledged his goal of ending hunger in the U.S. by 2030 is ambitious, but he said it's doable if the nation works together. That's why we're here today, to harness our greatest resource, our fellow Americans, everyone. Everyone has an important role to play. The White House also announced more than $8 billion in commitments from private companies, charities, and industry groups to address food insecurity. Greg Clugston, Washington. Also, the president sought out deceased Representative Jackie Walorski on Wednesday during remarks at that hunger conference, saying... Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative... Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was was going to be here. The White House press secretary later said the congresswoman had been top of mind for the president at that time. He had already uh, planned to welcome the congresswoman's family uh, to the White House on Friday. There will be a a bill signing in her honor this coming Friday. Uh, So, of course, she was on his mind. She was of top of mind uh, for the president. Corinne Jean-Pierre did not acknowledge that Biden had misspoke during his remarks. The Indiana congresswoman died in a car crash back in August. Convicted assassin Sirhan Sirhan is asking for freedom. Sirhan assassinated presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy in 1968 and wants a judge to free him from prison by reversing California Governor Gavin Newsom's denial of his parole earlier this year. Newsom said in January that Sirhan remains a threat to the public and hasn't taken responsibility for a crime that changed American history. But his attorney, Angela Berry, says there's no evidence her now 78-year-old client remains dangerous. John Scott reporting. Public health officials say at-risk people who received a single dose of the monkeypox virus appeared to be significantly less likely to get sick, even as they urged a second dose for full protection. It was the first look public health officials had offered into how the vaccine is affecting monkeypox, a virus primarily spread among men who have sex with infected men. White House National Monkeypox Response Coordinator Bob Fenton says roughly 800,000 first and second doses of the vaccine have been administered across the country to people who are considered high risk for becoming infected with the virus. There is no scientifically conclusive data that's available to prove the effectiveness of the vaccine against monkeypox. But the CDC's new real-world figures show that unvaccinated men between the ages of 18 and 49 who were considered eligible for the vaccine were 14 times as likely to become infected with monkeypox as those who had one dose at least two weeks earlier. 
The U.S. leads the world in monkeypox cases. So far, more than 25,000 infections of the virus, which can cause rash, fever, body aches, and chills, have been reported. Well, it's that time of year. Daybreak Insider correspondent Ed Donahue takes a look at the latest from farmers' fields, environmentally friendly pumpkins. Pumpkin farmers are adapting to improve soil and lower emissions. Your next pumpkin pie may have a lower carbon footprint. Everybody's getting into the environmental act, and you just got to change. Bill Saws grows pumpkins for Libby's in Illinois. He's been farming for 47 years. If you can't change, then you won't be around very long. Rochelle Malin with Nestle says farmers are adopting regenerative techniques. Bill from implementing reduced tillage practices has saved 119 tons of soil in 2021. Um, that's equivalent to like seven dump trucks. Saws is also attracting natural pollinators like bees and butterflies. The bees help transfer the pollen from the male to the female and increases the pumpkin production. Saz says his pumpkin yields were lower than past years, but he still made a good profit. I'm Ed Donahue. They've done it again. The average price for a gallon of regular no-lead gas has topped $6 in the state of California. Price rose 16 cents overnight from $5.88 a gallon on Tuesday to about $6.04 on Wednesday. ABC News reporting refinery maintenance along the West Coast is being blamed for the recent spike in California gas prices. Insiders say some of that maintenance is happening at the Chevron refinery, and going forward, that could contribute to record gas prices in the state. dead at the age of 59. The death of the rap star is being announced by his manager, who says Coolio died at the home of a friend in Los Angeles, no cause given. Born artist Leon Ivey Jr., Coolio is best known for the song Gangsta's Paradise, which sampled the 1979 Stevie Wonder hit Pastime Paradise. Coolio's 1995 hit earned him a Grammy for Best Solo Rap Performance. Coolio was nominated for five other Grammys during his career. Amos Wells Gabriel. And finally, a Daybreak Insider sports note. Congratulations go out to Aaron Judge, tying Roger Maris's American League record of 61 home runs in a season. He clouded a tie-breaking two-run drive for the Yankees in the seventh inning that led them over Toronto 8-3 on Wednesday night. Getting a chance to do it, you know, in a Yankee win, um, and especially on another night where, you know, Garrett Cole ties the you know, all-time single-season you know, strikeout record, that's, you know, that's a pretty special day right there. Barry Bonds, of course, holds the big league record of 73 for San Francisco in 2001. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter, 
each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.